What up, what up? Happy Monday, Wholesale to Million family. We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. All right, I'm gonna bring him on. I'm gonna have him share with you guys his stories, how he closed his first wholesale deal on April 2nd, 2019 for 6G, 6,000 bucks, all right? Um, for those of you who are new to the channel, um, if you do like these kind of interview, right, these kind of video, smash the thumbs up and let me know. Throughout this video, I ask you for one thing and be real. If this video add any value to you, go ahead and smash the thumbs up. If it doesn't, give me that thumbs down. Comment below and let me know, all right? Um, you guys have any questions, comment below and let me know. I hope you guys are starting your week, a killer week, all right? Go out there and hustle it up. But um, let's take no more time. Help me welcome uh, Trev from Phoenix, Arizona. What up, buddy? Hi, Kong. Good, good to see you and talk to you. I, I love you, man. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Thanks. Um, once again, I want to make sure I pronounce your name correctly. Trev. Tev. T-E-V, Tev. Tev. Got it. Perfect. Um, for those of you who haven't followed me on Instagram, hit me up on IG. Go to Kong. K-H-A-N-G dot like a period W-T-M. Um, also, too, is that if you haven't subscribed, smash the subscribe button. Um, you know, together, we really want to take this family to 50K a sub, hopefully soon. And then we're going to go straight to 100K. <laughs> I want to be like Max Maxwell. <laughs> All right, Trev. Um, I'm going to let you take over, man. I'm going to let you rock and roll. Um, share with okay. everybody your stories. I want to know the dirt, your story, and then leading into why you got into whole, um, you know, real estate and why wholesaling and then your uh, first wholesale deal, bro. Okay, sure, Kong. Uh, I'm an electrical contractor by trade, and I was dog sitting for my brother one day, and I saw a $23,000 check stub on his uh, bathroom mirror, and I knew he was doing wholesaling. I didn't know anything about it, and I was like, dang, that, I need that. <laughs> so I went on to YouTube and looked up wholesaling, came across your videos, and was immediately attracted to you because... I could tell you were in the game. I could tell your answers were uh, from experience and your energy is high energy. I just, I just really liked what you had to say. And I was learning a ton just watching your videos. Every night I would watch videos about wholesaling. I didn't know what it was, but you gave uh, specific advice on how to find a seller, how to talk to that seller. Uh, your, I would get, I would write down a lot of your script. I, even though I don't have, I don't have it yet. I haven't bought it yet, but I would just listen to your videos and just get little pieces, parts and pieces of information. And, uh, and so I, I uh, started wholesaling. I started uh, taking massive action. I told myself I am going to, I started wholesaling in, in November of last year of 2018. And in January, I made a decision to take some massive action after watching one of your videos. And my massive action was to send 20 mailers a week until I get a deal. And so I, I kind of thought outside the box and I was uh, looking for probates. And so I thought, I'm going to go to Craigslist. And in Arizona, when we have, when you see there's a, an estate sale, that means in Arizona anyways, that's that somebody has died and the family has come from all over the country for a week or two to sell all the items in the house 
And most of the times there'll be a house available to sell also. So I went on a Craigslist. I uh, went to uh, garage sales. And in there, I uh, specifically in a search box uh, narrowed the search down to estate sales. And when I did that on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, I would get addresses. And so I would write down my 20 addresses and I would send out a, a letter to them in a really nice uh, full-size envelope um, with letterhead and really professional. I bought the expensive paper and, uh, and I just did 20 a week. And then one day after taking a nap, I, I got a voicemail on my phone and it was from a seller saying that she has a mobile home in, in Mesa that's on its own lot, it's paid off, her husband just died and she wants to move to Wyoming with her son. And I was like, cool. So I called her back and I, I went through all of your lists of questions. I did a cold call with you on, in December. And so I knew, uh, I learned about how to slow down on the important questions and uh, got all the pertinent information and I know you virtually wholesale, but we, I, made, I set up an appointment and we went out there, me and my brother, it was my first appointment in my life. And we went out there and uh, she, want, she, she knew all of what her, uh, her mobile home was worth. She, wanted a, she knew it was worth 130,000. And so it was a no deal. I mean, we got her down to 90, but my brother said we needed to get her at 40. So it was a no deal. But I saw in her yard, she was doing her estate sale on Saturdays, so the next Saturday I went back as a customer and I talked to her some more. And I actually got her, you know, got building rapport. And uh, the next Saturday I went back and I got her uh, down to 80 grand. And so I, I, I got a contract with her at 80 and I honestly was trying to sell it at 80. So I, I was trying to sell it to buyers at 87 and wasn't getting any interest from buyers who have cash, but I was getting a lot of interest from buyers who wanted to get a mortgage, but that wasn't what I wanted. I needed to sell the assignment over to a cash buyer and make some uh, my, my assignment fee. So after doing that for about two weeks, I, I got it uh, under contract for 60 days, uh, helping out, my mindset was I'm helping out this seller. I'm helping her sell her mobile home. I'm the man for the job. She was an elderly, she, she, she used to be a realtor and I heard it listened, I sat and listened, polite, you know, gave her so much love. It's a lot of love I gave, I learned, you know, you give to the sellers and um, built a rapport and eventually it came to like, there's no way she's using anybody else but me. I, she was a type, really stubborn, hard, hard person to get over the wall. She had a big wall up and so, Anyways, I couldn't, I couldn't get, I couldn't, I couldn't sell my contract at 87. So after about two weeks of that, uh, and she knew I was working hard and I was in communication with her and I, I, I just had to say, you know, I went and, and went to her house and I sat down and said, listen, I've spent a lot of time, a lot of energy on this. I can't sell it at, at this price. My buyers, I, I represented uh, myself as the buyer. Uh, my team, we're, we're just not, we're, at this time, we're not, we're not interested in moving forward at this price. And, and then she was uncomfortable and didn't like to hear that. I said, but my team did say we can, we will, we can buy it at 62. 
And so she didn't like hearing that and she tossed and she turned, uh, but uh, she, she eventually said, okay. And so it was interesting on the contract, I just script, I just put a line through the 87 and I wrote in 62,000. I initialed it, she initialed it. I sent it into the title company, they're fine with it. They just had to change some language on their side. So I was like, okay, cool. Like I, I learned a whole bunch my first deal. So once I got it at 62, it was a deal. Now I had, I had buyers ready to go uh, at 68. And uh, my, my first buyer fell through. I learned, also learned there's a lot of broke cash investors who are just tire kickers. And unless they get a, non, a $3,000 non-refundable in, they're, they're not serious. Even though they sounded serious on the phone to me. Uh, so that first one fell through. My second one, he put in a $3,000 non-refundable. And that was his, his uh, good faith. That was his good faith and he was ready to go. And uh, my seller was ready to uh, close early because uh, I had it until the end of April. She was ready to close April 2nd. So was my, my buyer. And we were able to make it happen. <laughs> to have, to, uh, to have, I got to say, man, first of all, man, I got to say congrats, bro. Way to build the rapport, the connections. Love it. I agree with you. There are some sellers that's like once you build the connection, you can feel it, but they're not going to use anybody else but you because the relationship that you have built, uh, built with them. Um, also, too, is you point on cash buy, agree 100%. I, I, like, I, I hear people said, whoa, Carl, I got a list of 1,000 cash buyer. Dude. <laughs> you got to understand, like people say, I got a list. Great. Yes, you got a big list. But out of that list, who is the real? Who is the legit? Right. And you guys, it takes time, you know, when you go into this business, it's going to take you some time to filter out the tire kicker and the knot. You're going to go through some and then you're going to realize who is the real, true, solid buyers. And you only need like a good, good, good handful of them. Any deals that you send out. And then that's when you, you know, obviously that's when they're going to start buying it, buying it from you. Uh, but it's going to take over time to, for you to build up that solid cash buyers list. So don't hear people said, well, you know what? I got a thousand on my list. I got 2000 on my list and, and believe that all of that is, is the real deal. Okay. So, and then you compare it to your list, you'd be like, oh, I only got like 20 or 10, but maybe yours is solid. Um, so, so here, so to, uh, Trev, here are some questions uh, from me to you. So when you got it at, um, so when you got it at, um, at, 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 at 80 K, you sent it out to 87. Now, what was the, what was your earnest money down with the seller? I had, I, with the seller, with my, oh, with my seller, I opened escrow at, with $10 on my contract. <laughs> And I sent them to the title company. And honestly, Con, I didn't even have $10 in my bank account. I didn't know how I was going to open escrow. But I sent the contract, the signed contract from my seller to my title company uh, to, open title, to open escrow at $10. And next thing I know, I get an email back saying that the, the escrow is opened and I didn't even have to pay. And I even looked on my... Uh, on my summary, on the final summary sheet, to see like where did they, you know, every line item to see if they charge ten dollars to open escrow. And I didn't even see it on there, so 
I don't know if they just paid it out of their own pocket to open escrow for me or what, but I never got charged my, the $10 I had on the contract to open escrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally did this whole deal con with about 60 bucks. Oh. I, I did end up spending $50 to send her a bouquet of flowers with a nice base <laughs> and to build rapport. Absolutely. And, uh, so I honestly did this on $60 and just a lot of uh, massive action. A lot of hustle. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, bro. Okay. So the way that you got this deal, bro, very, very creative. When I first started, when I first started, those of you who, um, I, I probably haven't shared one of the stories, but I got, it's, 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 it's very creative and that I believe that it actually is a good way to find motivated seller. When you see, when you drive, you know, garage sale, estate sale, we actually bought one of a property off of an estate sale by, uh, I was actually driving by and I saw one of the estate sale and I came down um, and actually talked to them. And then uh, we ended up uh, working out a deal. But at that time I was fixing and flipping. So, to, so, uh, so Tev, for those of you, this is a very good way, uh, I believe, right? Which, which, which you, you don't hear anybody say anything about it. Because I haven't done it much because I, I just got one and then uh, just never did uh, that way anymore. But for those of you who start with, with low budget, I think this is a great way, a great way to do it. So when you see that garage sale, the estate sale, hit it up. If you got the guts to go down and talk to them, I would. Okay. So good job, man. Um, now, $10 earnest money. And then how long was your contract with the seller for? I, had, I had got it for 60 days and because uh, she needed time to sell all her stuff and to move out. It, she was moving to Wyoming with her son and I was able to get the contract for 60 days. Nice. And the whole time that you, uh, and I just want to make sure that I, 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 that this is clear for those of you who's watching. So the whole time you're talking to her, you are representing you're part of a group of buyers right correct every time i'd go over to her house i would just imagine myself as the buyer because it's it was really hard to have a conversation with her and and my instinct was to try to let her know the whole wholesaling way it works i i have to now i have to go sell it mm -mm. i wanted to rep my rep I, I was just no i was putting myself in her shoes what is she thinking she she sees me. She she would call me the real the real estate guys here. Is what she would call me when I come over, and I, you know it made me happy. I, I was rep my, representing myself correctly to her that I'm the buyer. I have a team. Uh, we we're 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 uh, allocating the funds to put into escrow. We're not going to do it until we're ready to go. We need to have our walkthrough, and so when my buyer came i let i was i sat down with my seller the, the buyer roamed the property looked at everything he even found a water heater hidden inside a wall that i didn't even know was there because it was completely behind uh, a dead space wall and uh the seller didn't even didn't even know it was there well she did but anyways uh so I, I just did it, the way I did it was I imagined myself in her shoes looking at me and I, and, and, and I was just really polite, I was really nice. I showed her lots of love, hugging her, touching her, just being nice. 
because she was an older lady, just lost her husband, felt lonely, felt taken advantage of because she had people helping her with the estate sale that were living in one of the rooms. And, and so I was just showing love, being nice and, and helping her solve a problem sure. out of love. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So the, the reason why I asked that question is for some of you, you don't represent yourself like, like basically you, you are not representing yourself right. You try and explain to, to them about wholesaling when you get on the phone or when you go meet the seller, you don't have the confidence because you're like, okay, well, I'm talking about buying the property, but I'm negative in my bank account or I have zero dollars. So when you speak, like when you say you buy, it's hard to push that word out. I understand where you're coming from because it happens to me, but you got to understand, you got to switch your mindset because what you try to explain to the whole wholesale thing, it just sounds scammy, sounds illegal. All they need you to be there is to say, Hey, here's the price that we work on, right? How can you help me out? And then I just need like the seller for them is like help them out the situation and, and for them to be able to not get scammed. And then also to is get the money that is agreed upon. That's, that is what, that's all they need you to be there. You don't need to be there. Explain your wholesale. This is what you're going to do. You're just going to confuse them. All right. Yeah. And it's just going to sound very scammy. Right. So now you're going to lose the opportunities to see how you can help them out. And you can also make some money as well. And so when, when you're having a hard time trying to like, Oh my gosh, I, I'm trying to saying I'm a, I'm a buyer. That's why I'm saying when you go there, set your mindset, like Trav said, set your mindset. Like you are part of a group of investment or investor and, or a group of, uh, you know, part of that group of investment company. And your job is to go out there and to help this, uh, this person out solve whatever the problem that they're in and getting the, them the amount of money that they want, but got to make sure that it worked for you. You know, that's going to work for your end buyers uh, and in between uh, to make some money. I mean, that's how you continue to do what you need to do. Um, so now my other question is that you, you went back and negotiated for her down to 62 and you said, now I got a deal. Now my question is that when you had it at 80, you sent it out to your buyer at 87. What do you got any bite and do you show the property to any buyers yet? No, the only bites I would get was from uh, people who wanted to move in themselves okay. and get a mortgage. And I was not interested in that. I wanted a cash buyer that could buy it from me at 87, put in a $3,000 non-refundable and the bites I was getting didn't even have the 3000 non-refundable. And uh, so then what happened was I actually got a buyer, my first buyer that fell through, the tire kicker guy, he offered me on the phone 65000 So I'll buy it for sixty five, And he sounded totally legit. And so that was the motivating factor that put a foot under my butt to sit down with seller and renegotiate. Because I had a buyer at in my, I had a buyer at 65. Mm. So I got, so I, I tried to renegotiate at 60. And she, like I said, she squirmed like that. And she's like, she's like 65. And I said, 61. She said, 64. I said, 62. <laughs> How do I know that you're not going to do this to me again? I said, I promise you, this is it. Now, I was just serious, but nice all at the same time. This is it. This is, this is the deal. I, I have approval at this. And, uh, and so she did it. So I got, when I got to 62, I was like, yeah, I got a deal. But then, like I said, my buyer fell through. He, 
one of the reasons uh, now I know if a buyer demands this, this, and this before he'll put his non-refundable, that's a tire kicker. He wanted, he wanted to do an inspection on, my, on the septic tank uh, before, uh, on his own dime. If, if, if the buyer's asking to do inspections on his own dime, uh, and then he wanted uh, me to do a memorandum promising the seller will be out April 2nd before the non-refundable, uh, I, I realize now all those things were red flags. I should have realized right then. But everything happens for a reason, so I'm glad he was in my story because he helped me renegotiate down. Once I had it at 62, it was really an easy sell. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Buyers. Sure, sure. No, gotcha, gotcha, Ted. So now, because the reason I asked this question is when, uh, when, I, when I heard the story, you were confident at 62 that you're going to sell it. So I want to make sure that you, you're confident because you got a buyer in place or what. So... Yeah. Now, so the guy that bail out and then offer you saying, hey, I'm ready to go at 65, have that guy seen the property yet? No. Well, just on the pictures, but he okay. never walked. He never set up an appointment to walk the property. He just offered it over the phone. And let me tell you, Con, he sounded so legit. I was like so excited. I thought he was a, the real deal. Mm. That's what motivated me to go get it down below 65 so I could get a deal, my first deal. And gotcha. so I'm really thankful for him, even though he fell through. Ah, I see. Gotcha, gotcha. So because you already have, you're like, hey, if somebody is willing to like take it at 65, yeah. I know if I got under 65, there's going to be a deal here. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. So, okay. So 62. So you got it back, went back. And, and with that, you felt confident. 62. Now, how do you find your buyer? Okay. So now uh, I had a, a guy who called uh, and I used what I heard you say on one of your videos, uh, my, the second buyer in line as negotiate as uh, leverage. And so I had to tell this, the second guy who ended up being the real buyer, well, you know, I already have a buyer. Uh, if he falls through, I'll come back to you. But um, uh, so I went back to that guy and told, and I, I said, all right, I'm ready to go at 70. <laughs> and, uh, but I, so I divulged too much information to the second buyer about how I already have a buyer at, you know, 65 and everything. So then once we started uh, dealing, getting close to getting a contract over to the buyer, he said, well, why can't I be at 65? I was like, ah, you know what? If, if you put your, and so I used that as leverage. I said, you know what? If uh, you put a $3,000 non-refundable tomorrow, I'll go 65 with you. And so uh, that's how that worked out. Gotcha. Okay. So 62, send it over for No, I, I got it at 68. I, I, I tried to go 70 with him. Oh. Um, I tried to go 70 with the second guy. Because now that I had it at 62, I tried to go 70. And then, uh, and then he was good with that for a while, for a couple of days. But then before, the, uh, he put his, the, before he signed the contract, he's like, why can't I be at 68? Ah. So I divulged too much information to him on about my first deal. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So you guys, I'm asking all these questions for those of you who already know the process. This is just a repeat 
uh, repeat for you. But those of you who are starting out and you're confused in this, I'm breaking down a little tiny bit as the best as I can. Obviously, I'm going to miss a little bit piece in there because when you first start out, you haven't done your first wholesale deal. All of this might sound confusing. So I'm really trying to break down every single little bit so you can actually understand the deal a little bit more. So send it out for 62. Okay, got it for 62. Send it out to the second guy. Now, let me share something with those of you. I don't care if your deal, you got no bites, no buyer, like, like no action. Any buyer that's going to call you and said, hey, like, do you, have you got any offer on this? Have you got any action on this? Don't, please, you guys, don't say no. Like, don't say no. Who want to buy an item that's not hot? And also, too, is it, if you send it out and there's no action on it and your buyer and, and, and one of potential buyer calls you and said, hey, is there any action on this? You got any, like, you got any offer? And you're like, no, you know what? I'm, I know I, I don't, you know, I, I, I got, you know, I, I got a lockup for, uh, for a while now. I'm trying to sell the deal, but couldn't find no. Do not say that. That also leverage for the end buyer to negotiate with you as you're coming off, like obviously desperate or, or, or whatever it is. You got to try to play it cool. Dude, I have to learn this the, the, the hard way. You got to play it cool. Does not matter. I don't care who it is, whatever time you got action or not. Say this. You know, um, we got a couple potential buyers, right? But they are talking to their partner. They're trying to work out their finance situation. For us, it's first come, first serve. If, if you can come in, you can pull the, tr the, the trigger, you got it. But we do have interest. They just need to talk to their partners on getting their finance line up. And they want us to contingent this and that. And we don't do that. For us, it's first come, first serve. So if you're ready, I'm more than happy to show you the property, this and that. All right? You got to play it like that. Okay? Um, so 62 to 68 now. How do you find that, uh, uh, that second uh, buyer? Uh, same way I made flyers. Uh, it was uh, Microsoft Excel. I just put a couple pictures with a description. And I actually did a little investment thing where acquisition costs plus uh, $15,000 fix up. You know, it's going to be this price and the ARV is this price. You can make 30 grand and, you know, whatever. And I just made, uh, printed a whole bunch of flyers. We have a lot of networking here in Phoenix uh, area. Tuesday meetings, Thursday meetings, real estate meetings. I took stacks of flyers, put them on, on the desk. And uh, I think that's how I got my buyer. I think he, he's the original buyer that offered me the 65. He said his friend told him about this property. So maybe his friend was at one of the meetings and told him, called me. I don't know how it all worked on the backside, but it was those flyers that got my buyers and me going to networking meetings. Nice, nice, man. Congrats. Congrats. Okay. So, and now you got it. The buyer drop off at 3,000 non-refundable. Very good. Non-refundable. And uh, how long was the closing? So he dropped off the non-refundable like the end of the week and no, the beginning of the week. And, and then uh, we closed not a week later. It was, uh, it was done. Gotcha. She, was, uh, she had her son from Wyoming come. They got a U-Haul. They put everything in there. And she actually stayed in a hotel the last couple of days. So my buyer was able to do a walkthrough of the property. She just left the key in the... There's a little doggy door. Mm -hmm. The son just left the key there for the buyer, my buyer. 
Uh, I coordinated that. I said, the key's there. Go ahead, do your walkthrough. They did the walkthrough. Um, they sent the money to the title company. The title company legalized it through the Maricopa County County recorder. We recorded it. And uh, I picked up my check the next day, baby, <laughs> with a selfie, big selfie. Heck yeah, man. High five. <laughs> Six grand. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, so you guys, buyers, okay, here's another lesson I learned. And for those of you who are starting out, make sure that your buyer drop off a cashier check. A cashier check is like cash. Do not use personal check. If they say, hey, I'm going to drop off a personal check. No, it has to be a cashier check. Personal checks take seven days to clear and they can call and cancel it at any time. It must be a cashier check. All right. Um, and another thing is that they can also wire in their funds. Right. Let's just say they're out of like maybe they travel or whatever it is. You can tell them, hey, you can drop off a cashier check or we can have the title company or the attorney send you a wire instruction so you can wire in your deposit. And most serious cash buyer, you, you ask them how quick can they close? They will tell you that they, um, you know, if, if every, all the number makes sense, everything's good. We can close in seven days, 10 days, three days, 15 days. It's at like, to me, 15 days is, is it's, 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 it's like the max because some people will need hard money lending right? They'll, they'll get hard money lender and hard money lender typically needs about 15 days or so in my experience to get the transaction done. But if they tell you, I need 30 days, 45 days or 60 days, mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. you want to close this thing like ASAP until the, the money is in your hand. The check is in the bank. Ain't nothing. The, the, within between, man, anything can happen. So get it done. Um, let me see if, if we are missing anything. I think we don't, we're, no, I think that's it. So Trev, how do, um, so now is that, how do people connect with you, man? We're BBW Investments, Phoenix, Arizona, Wholesaling Brothers, uh, Tev, Josh, Shay Castro, Kristen Castro, and uh, phone number is 480-289-8762. We're all, we're all wholesale family here. We, we just love each other and uh, we're in a great market. I've lived here my whole life. I'm a native Arizonan. So now I'm, I'm actually finally in real estate. I never thought I'd be in real estate, uh, but this is the vehicle where I'm going to use to become a millionaire. Love it, man. Love it. So you guys, if you like, listen to me, if you're watching this, if you'd like me to continue doing the subscriber first wholesale deal, Show me some love, comment below, smash the thumbs up, show my guests some love because I only want to really narrow down the channel, giving you guys the kind of content that you want. So if, I, if, so if, if, this, if, this, if you guys don't like these kind of interview or, or whatever, just, just uh, comment and let me know. But if you want to me to continue doing this, you got to let me know, okay? And uh, by letting me know, smashing the thumbs ups or comment below. And um, now Trev, let, let's, Trev let's, let's wrap this up, man. Any tips, advice that you can give to the one that are starting out, man, and haven't got their first wholesale deal done? Yeah, man. Uh, do it out of, out of love. Just uh, don't try. Don't be competitive. Be cooperative. Love your, your seller. It's an emotional, it's an emotional ride. And when you'll notice once you break down their wall and, and you become their friend, 
it all just works out. And you're an honest person and, and you're straightforward and you're doing this to solve a problem and to help. You're doing this to help. You're doing this to solve problems. It's all going to work out. I mean, you're, you're there for a reason. You're watching this for a reason. And that reason is to help people that need you. There's people out there that need you. Don't look at it. Don't look at the money thing. Money's just, that's just, that's just frosting on the cake. Go out there and help people. And this is the right career. This is the right vehicle to make massive money. Awesome, man. Love it. So um, once again, you guys, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, smash the subscribe button. Remember to turn on the bell notifica notification. So when I upload a new video or when I go live, you get notified. And also to, to, throughout this interview, I hope that we're able to add some value to you and not waste your time. And if Trev and I did, please smash the thumbs up, comment below, and let us know. Any question, just comment below. And I'll make sure I put all of uh, Trev's information, his contact, um, uh, in the description. All right, you guys. And if you haven't followed me on Instagram, hit me up on IG, go to Kong K H A N G dot like a period W T M tab. I want to say thank you so much, brother and take care. Have a great rest of your day. And I wish you massive success. Thanks Kong. Ciao, bro. Ciao.